You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchistan Center, this is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. We'll do it live! Tide goes in, tide goes out. Never miscommunication. My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. Hello and welcome to the Game Corner. First episode in a long time, episode 20. We've been on a bit of a break due to a lot of things behind the scenes, but since this is the one year anniversary of our wonderful lockdown, we thought we'd bring the show back for a little while. And who better to launch the show than Dara? Dara, how are you doing? Hey, man. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Two weeks Yay! to flatten the curve. A happy yeah, anniversary we... of the two weeks to flatten the curve. Happy anniversary. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's funny. It's been a year, not only since lockdown, but since I vividly remember the episode where it was announced. we were struggling to talk about things because everything was slowing down. And I think... Uh, Varadkar had just done his Terminator quote. Do you remember that yeah. in his big speech? No yeah. fate what we make. This is when we used to tape on a Friday night and we were just like, hey, guess what just happened? Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, we, we've had the longest lockdown in Europe and the CDC and like everyone saying that lockdowns don't work. And it's just like, what's going on? <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, I, I'd like to say we're getting like, I like to say we're getting to the end of this, but I don't know if we are. Like, I, yeah. I honestly thought that by this point we would have been like back to like some kind of normality. Mm. Like, you know, with with the whole vaccine existing and you know the rest that we're still on lockdown. It's just like, oh, okay, you know what's going on. So I, I guess we can just kind of hang on and see what's up, but um. This is like a reverse Dara, because this is the first time I've had you on to talk about Star Wars, and you've talked about everything under the sun except for it. Oh, well, like, I don't know, like, it's, we will talk about it, we will, we'll get to it, we will get to it. So, I don't know, but before that, like, there's so much to talk about, because I've been so busy, man, we haven't had a chance to talk, like, so it's just good. That's to- true, that's true. You know? Um, I do, I am kind of curious about getting your opinions on WandaVision, though, like, the ending of it what did you think that's true are we just by the way is this are we writing this off as a game corner is this just a full nerd to know at this point well it is going out on the same time but oh, there I you still, go I okay still, we, can, still, we can fix that in editing yeah okay um yeah oh it's i really wish katie was here because like much as i like the finale i was watching it feeling oh, oh bother i have three weeks worth of me heckling her for not liking it are on record now and well, she no. got to be right. Uh, well, no. What I will say, in all, all respect to Katie, the reason why she didn't like it 
is the reason that we didn't like the final. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For example, and I should, yeah. And what I'd say is, in that sense, is what what people wanted was what some people who and this is I think it's an important an important point to make and a very apt point to make as well. What people wanted who didn't like the first three episodes, let's say, right? Yeah. They wanted what we got in the final, in the finale. And that was the one thing I didn't want. (laughs) Because I hate that. Well, it's kind of a so it's much. kind of a last Jedi rise of Skywalker type situation because oh, like it's good. uh well I mean in the sense that for those people who like the last Jedi it was a huge departure from oh, I see. all the Star Wars around it and then they backtracked it. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, I think that the episode 9, the finale was a great ending. Oh, it was I not. Think... It was not. Hell, okay, sorry, go on. Sorry. No, go no, on. no, you go first. I'm curious. It, it wasn't. It didn't wrap up anything. Yeah, you but know, that's Marvel, though. I know. You know, I know. I, I do understand that. But like, <laughs> and from what I've seen, actually, I was watching. I was watching a video on today. Apparently, there were certain things that people wanted they mm. couldn't do because of COVID nineteen, right? So there was supposed to be a Doctor Strange cameo, but he was stuck in Australia, I think, and just couldn't leave. Right. Uh, there was supposed to be a big fight scene with the kids. Monica and uh, Colonel Scratches or Captain Scratchy or whatever his name was. He <laughs> turns into a demon and they were supposed to have a cool fight with uh, Quicksilver as well. Captain Scratchy. The, the rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, don't remember what his name is. I'm sorry. Um, what, what, Rocket? No, no. The, the rabbit that Attica uh, has. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was wondering it, what happened to that. Yeah, yeah apparently. That, yeah, th- these were all answered in the script, but they couldn't finish the effects in time. Right. Okay. So that makes sense because a lot of the finale is like uh, people flying in the air and kind of being far apart, and like you could do that with social distancing, couldn't you? Yeah, but look how horrific some of the effects are, even in that. that I f- thought they were pretty good. Oh no, man! Come on. No, they were not. They, they weren't Black Panther bad, but they weren't like good either. You know, like I, I guess what I like, why I like WandaVision was because it was the most unique Marvel thing I've I've seen. Mm. It was everything that the MCU wasn't. And I was just enamored by that. And I think a lot of people were. It's like, oh, well, after all the, after all the MCU formulaic, meh, mm. you know? Or it was like, oh, red light in the sky, big demons, oh, punchy, punchy, you know? <laughs> yeah. We had a show that is like, oh, weird sitcom that's an exploration of the human condition and dealing with grief and loss. Cool. This is amazing. And then it ends with a punchy red light in the sky. See, I don't, I don't mind that as the concession. I got the vibe and I said this in the geek Ireland write-ups. I got the vibe in episode eight when it ended with Agatha clapping in the audience by herself that they went, okay, this is the end of that aspect of the show. And I was, and I was happy at least got it got ended like. And I do understand that, and I'm not saying that he could have kept that going. But what I mean is, if you're going to do that, at least do it with some kind of payoff. There was no yeah. payoff, you know. I mean, like they should have given people something. What really pissed me off, and I'm not going to lie, like I furious anger Spoilers. is what they did, is what they did with um, Evan Peters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Hated it. 
Absolutely. At that point, I'm like, you absolute pieces of you know what. <laughs> and the reason why is because this is the this is the fourth time, third time, third time. I or so, I don't know. They they do it a lot where they keep teasing the multiverse. It's like, right. please. Stop. Oh, you're right. They had it in the stereo. It's yeah. I'm like, please too, stop yeah. doing that. Like, it's like either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. Stop. And it it's not cute. It's not funny. It's just really annoying. How annoyed would you be if the multiverse doesn't turn up in the multiverse of madness? Oh man, like I'm already out DMCU now. I'm like I'm done. I'm like I don't care now anymore. You know, it's, it's well, all over one episode. It's, it wasn't like Game of Thrones. Like it was worse. It was. They got not rid worse. of Evan Peters. Evan Peters is awesome. He's like the coolest dude ever. Look, it's mul- like you say. It's multiverse. If they want it, like like Quicksilver was dead and then he was back and now he's gone again. There's nothing to say they can't bring him in again, again. But they had him. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, this was cool. He could have turned him and he could have been an Avenger and it would have been great. And, you know, I would have been happy with the rest of it. But no, they had to ruin it. Just like they ruined Mysterio. It's like, oh, cool. A hero Mysterio. That's amazing. Oh, that's great. I've never seen that before. No, fucking, oh, sorry. Red light in the <laughs> sky. Uh, no, I don't know. I hate, the, look, I hate the red light in the sky thing. I just, I, you know, and my, my, you know, it's a shame that Katie didn't watch it. Because I would love to know if that's what she wanted from Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I nearly had her on the show. I was yeah. like, ah, oh, but she had to be right. She gets to be right. But no, I wouldn't say she's right because it's it's not like she said, oh, this is going to... Like, if her position had been... I don't want to speak for her, obviously, but mm. what I mean is if her position had been, I don't want to watch it because I know it's going to turn into red light in the sky, I would have been like, oh, fair, yeah, like, Okay, she was right, but from the get go, she's like, "I hate the, I hate the way it took so long to get going." Um, you know, I didn't like the whole, the setup of it. Mm. So, you know, it for me, it's like if he, if she had to come across in that way, I would have been like, "All right, cool." You know, I, I totally understand it, but no, I, I wouldn't. I would say that like, I don't know. Let us know, guys. If what, what side of the fence were you on? Were you? I I mean, I like the finale personally. I, 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 I didn't like the fact that it wasn't as creative as the other ones, but I thought like that they'd put in so much work by that point. They're like, all right, every Marvel movie has like a big third act finale, laser in but the it sky. Wasn't, but it wasn't even a big turn. It wasn't even a big act. Like it was like running around. Like I, I enjoyed, you know, I, I enjoyed the whole vision thing. Mm. With uh, you know the the oh the two visions talking about the ship of Theseus. The ship of Theseus, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh well, okay. I never thought this is how that would go, but you know, uh, it was very very fitting. I just Wanda being Wanda and just jumping up and down and all that kind of stuff. It it was it was a massive waste, you know. And I've seen a couple of reviews saying you know Wanda Vision is amazing until it's not. I think that's exactly the takeaway. It's probably one of the best shows, and I will stand by it. It's one of the best shows that you will ever see on television until it's not. And when that happens, it's actually devastating because you're like, oh, you threw away this wonderful, wonderful show. This well, you wonderful- say that, but the Falcon starts a week ah, from yeah, now. But, like, but you I know. don't care about either of those. Yeah, but like it's the that's the kind of the Russo's type tone, like you know the Civil War, like you know it's if they get some political heft in there, like although I have to say I have heard that like 
they've had to reshoot it because it originally involved a virus at the heart of its plot. But like, I'm <laughs> optimistic for that one. Like, oh man, that that raises more questions. That that sounds. Well, like doesn't a, it just like because a, originally yeah. it was supposed to be out first before one division? Sounds like, but because they had to reshoot that. so much of it. Sounds like because if you think about it, it makes sense. Like, one division's a weird one to start Marvel Disney Plus you know it's a very but brave one like it sounds like an episode of uh, From the Dark right there yeah, yeah. well I'll, I'll do some research Otto <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no. did you hear about that, that speaking of the virus stuff did you hear about that show Utopia that was pulled from uh, I think it was pulled from Sky because it's which like, one is I've, there's so many shows called Utopia is it, this it, the one with Nathan Stewart Jarrett in it I don't know who's in it but I know it's right. about a vaccine and it makes people sterile and right. they pulled it because they're like, oh, God, it's freaking people out. And it's just like, you know what? Maybe releasing that around this time is not a good idea. It's not a yeah. good look. And I think they realized it. So, you know, at least Disney are like, oh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't release this right now. You know. Um, but yeah, man, I would believe it. I would yeah, believe yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Um, I mean, I mean, I don't want I don't want to write off one division, though. I think it is. I mean, I can understand like it's a real shame that it has to kind of make the Marvel concession at the end. But I am, I, spoilers again, spoilers, spoilers, mega spoilers. I am at least impressed that they were brave enough to make us like those kids and then essentially unwrite them, you know? That's what happens in the comics, though. Yeah, but like the comics do crazy stuff that Disney would like never allow to happen, you know? I don't think so, man. I, I think, you know the the comics are a pretty good guide to what's going on in the MCU. Like, well, they are and they aren't. Like, they they they've mixed and matched. Yeah, but like several that, things. But that specific arc, yeah, that one that goes in, is like directly from the comics. Yeah, and they come think, back. Of course, they're coming back. Yeah, it's like ah, yeah, but like even like in the scene, like, do you think they're gonna do a full House of M type one to being the new I, Thanos type I thing? I thought they did. Yeah, and then they just are like, no, no, we're not doing that. No, it's. I mean, from the from the post credits teaser, it seemed to be like leaning in that something dangerous is on the horizon. Like Dark Holes and Agents of Shield, it's bad news. Like, oh yeah, no, definitely something big is coming anyway. But mm-hmm. you know, it's. I think they've written they've written themselves into a bit of a corner here. With you know, if they had have opened up the multiverse, they could have like fixed a lot of things, which is what um, DC are doing. But by just kind of like, yeah, we're not doing any of that. It's it, it leaves me with more questions than answers. But none of them are like satisfying. You know, I, I'm I feel like I'm watching a st- I feel like I'm watching modern Star Wars, and I never want to feel like I'm watching modern Star Wars. You know, <laughs> like I, I never want to be like, here you go, you got your wish. I'm talking about Star Wars now. Um, Yay! You know, I I never want to feel like I'm watching Disney Star Wars ever. Like at any point, even when I'm watching Disney Star Wars, I I don't want it to be. Disney Star Wars. I want it to be anything else, which is why people like The Mandalorian. And I'm like, you know, if Disney are listening to this or whatever, I'm like, listen, never do that again. Um, what The Mandalorian? Well, no. Uh, I mean, never do what you did with WandaVision where you set stuff up oh. and point people because, you know, if, if Marvel start doing like, look, I don't care about Monica. I don't care about her at all. I like Monica. I don't. I couldn't care less, right? I like Jimmy. Jimmy's cool. Um, but still, I'm like, you know what, man? You, okay, whatever. You know, you're not Evan Peters, so uh, um, <laughs> you know, um, uh, Darcy's cool, but again, 
Not Evan Peters. So I thought Darcy, but that's actually that's the advantage of the Disney Plus thing, which is that I mean, One Division is an example of it. You can take characters who never really got the time they needed, mix and match them, and kind of give them more space. Like I don't, how many people even remembered that Jimmy Woo was in Ant Man and the Wasp? Like, I actually, you know. I actually forgot that. I'll be honest with yeah? you. Yeah, I actually forgot that. Yeah, because like I like Ant Man and the Wasp, but anytime I see it, I'm more like, oh look, there's where I lost my phone in San Francisco. Uh, yeah. Every time I watch it, you know. But like, even his his card trick thing, which is like essentially his arc, that's from Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man taught him that. I know while that. He's being his parole officer, like but here's you know, the like... thing, though, right? I would have, I would, you know, everything you're saying is right. If they hadn't have teased Evan Pierce, like what <laughs> are you doing? Like he didn't have to do that. Like he could have just been like, oh yeah, no, you know, bring back your man, bring back Kickass. Yeah. And it would have been grand, but no, they're like we're gonna we're gonna bring back you know, and that's what's really it's the same thing about Far From Home. That annoyed me too that they opened up the multiverse question and it wasn't. And I'm like, don't do that. Like that's not funny. Oh, I see. So what's annoying you is just the disingenuousness of it. No, it's annoying me that Evan Pierce is a quicksilver. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, this, <laughs> Like they could save this whole thing if if they had it done a, a post credit sequence where he wakes up and he actually is Quicksilver, and then runs off somewhere. I mean, you never know. Maybe he was lying to try and get out of the town or something like that. I don't know, man. I'm just... They can rewrite this as they go. I hope they do because you know it, I mean... it would be a horrible shame, you know. Because I I, don't, I think it's I I don't know what they're going to do, but I, I'm I I'm not a happy camper. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I wasn't happy. I was very disappointed. You know, I, and when, once I saw the whole, oh, it's Ralph Boner, I got, uh, you know what? I nearly went to bed. <laughs> that was nearly the third time I got so angry I went to bed. And again, two times in my life that has been Disney that has done that now. Well, they do own everything. Not everything, but they're getting there. I do have I mean, to say, reach out to us, Disney. Uh, one thing actually that we can talk about before we get into stars proper, mm. um, Disney Plus is pretty good, particularly with stars now. I'm really yeah. enjoying some of the random stuff that's on stars. Um, you know the way they've added all the Fox content. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just listening for your recommendations. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so for anyone who doesn't know, Disney Plus they've added in all the Fox content under stars. Mm. So, like, you have Scrubs, Family Guy, um, a plethora. Of 90s slock movies. Like, John Tucker <laughs> Must Die, um, Blue Steel. Like, just terrible films that come from the 90s, early 2000s. And you know the movies I'm talking about. Absolute garbage tier that will never be made again, but exist. And for some reason, Fox did all of them. Um, yeah. But there's a really good series called Valley of the Boom. Okay. It's wild. It's a wild show, right? What's it about? It's about the early internet. So it's about the 90s, just before the dot-com boom. So it's about what led up to the dot-com boom. And it follows Netscape, um, theglobe.com, and some head case who fooled everyone into believing that he could stream live video and like made away with like 10, like 20 million or something like that. Right. And it follows their journey. And it's just so well made. It's so good. It's such a really good, like it's half documentary, half Oh, it's like, only six episodes, is it? Yeah, it's only six episodes, yeah. Okay. It was half documentary, half real footage. Um, and it's really good. It goes into the whole um 
like the development of uh, Firefox, uh, Netscape suing Bill Gates for um, antitrust. Right. And it, it's great. I have to like it's only six episodes. You can binge it in a day. I watched it in a day, and I was just like, "This is brilliant." So I would totally recommend that. Um, and yeah, so there, there's a lot to watch. I think Disney Plus is. Uh, I think I even said it to my mom today. I was like, you know, you only really need Disney Plus and Amazon Prime, and you're good. Like they're the only streaming services that you actually really like. You're good with those. You wouldn't even need like anything else. Not Netflix, no. Ah, uh, no, Netflix is. Uh, it's get. And in good, you can, you know, source elsewhere. All the Star Treks are on there, though. It's so convenient. Ah, you see, that's the thing. I I have no attachment to Star Trek, so... One day, one day, I'll get you to watch it. I am very tempted now to watch The Next Generation. I'm not going to lie to you. It looks really fun. Oh, skip the first season, at least. But yeah, it's... it's, it's, There's some good stuff in there. But on the Disney Plus, like, um, we're currently crashing through the Muppets. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the Muppets are great. We were really worried it was going to be like a nostalgia goggles thing. Like, oh, you know, it's not going to be funny, but like, it'll be cute to watch it. No, laugh out loud funny. In the <laughs> second episode, at one point, I think they've got Bert and Ernie and like Ernie's complaining about how long his nose is. So Bert just literally takes it off. And Stevie was on the floor <laughs> laughing for six minutes. Oh, that's so funny. Like, that's it's just so, funny. so, so good, the Muppets. And the nice thing is like, they haven't taken away episodes. Occasionally they'll be like, the, the, a little disclaimer will pop up saying this is an outdated cultural representation watch with discretion and that's great like you know it's like it's great that you just get to watch it and there's no like editing because I know Disney Plus have like edited some of their films and shorts and that kind of stuff so it's great to just watch it like a proper blast from the past like yeah I look you know at least they didn't you know remove it and I don't know like it's cancel culture and all that stuff it's like I don't know man like it's the line can be drawn with the Muppets. It's the Muppets, you know. Mm. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like, what, it's it's a topic I, that we could devote a whole episode to. But and we like, have, and we do touch on it. You know, I don't think yeah. it's a very fair thing to do. But look, it is yeah. what it is, man. You know, I'm I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. You know, it's not a hill I'm gonna cross at this point. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. But what I will say is, it's um, it's great to have them all in one place. Absolutely, it's great to have them all in one place, and I'm I'm and I'm excited to uh, you know I, I do like sometimes this game would click on and watch it like Disney Plus is great for The Simpsons because I just sit and watch The Simpsons, but um oh yeah it got renewed for two more seasons how do you uh, feel I don't know it, it's gotten better like it's kind of stupid that they keep replacing the cast it's like mm. why no no one cares just. <laughs> Fucking end, like just end the show. Well, well, no one cared until they started replacing the cast. Uh, I know no, you. I... I know you were team season thirty-one is good or something like that. Well, the, the actual content is getting better, um, but then they do stupid things as well that just kind of date the show. Like, um, I don't know. Like from where I sit with it, I'm like, I I think the best approach for The Simpsons as like an outsider is to like I think it's really sweet and really cool when they jump back. And they refer to something that happened 20 years ago. Right. Like what? That, well, there's a whole episode where they talk about the monorail. Really? Yeah. And they're like, oh, hey, you know, so on the side of the monorail, that didn't work out. We're going to build like a highway that you can walk on, like a sky highway. And then it sets up the episode. I'm like, oh, that's actually really clever. You know? Yeah. 
um, and stuff like that they kind of will bring in they'll bring in like Mr. Plow and stuff and but by doing things like that it's like yeah okay it's still like a new episode but at least it's aware of what it is and where it is it's not just happening for no reason you know um, but yeah so look that's where I that's where I would be in that I think I don't think it's a dead show yet but you know it's I don't know what they're going to do you know, but look, they get paid millions, so. Let's get on to Star Wars. Yeah, how much time do we have left? <laughs> ah, sure, look, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll, so. We'll, we'll, get, I, we'll, get, we'll get to our list, and then we'll call it. Yeah, so, uh, to keep people up to date, uh, on what we know, I'm not even sure if this is a Game Corner or a Nerd to Know anymore, but anyway, uh, we did a part one we did. of uh, Dara's favorite Star Wars games, Yes. Way, 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 way back a few months ago. I'm going to get the exact date now. Yes. Uh, but we never actually picked up on that cliffhanger. So since the rest of the Nerd to Know Avengers are like off sick this week, now seems like the best time to bring it back. Yep, so, is, you know what this is? This is, this is the Iron Man tree of Nerd to Know Media. <laughs> <laughs> where we go on... Take that. Where, where we go on... A huge on a, yeah, oh, it is. Yeah. I like Iron Man 3 a great deal, but this is where we go on our random like tangent. And, you know, we, we go off and we make a Shane Black movie. Yeah, exactly. This is the... Uh, September 2nd was the part one. Oh, so for those waited, Wow. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the, the Instagram posts I put up for it. Uh, yeah, and um, we did Rebel Assault 2 and Knights of the Old Republic, and we talked about a Sims... Star Wars patch oh or something like that that came out around wow. that time and wow. I gave you homework to go play it I'm assuming you haven't I haven't no okay however cool. I did buy it oh yeah I did Partial buy it credit. I did buy it but I haven't played it however what I have played and this, that's a really good segue um, Star Wars Racer Episode 1 Racer yes recently. I'm playing that too it's on the Nintendo Switch now it's on the Switch it's also on the PSN though no a, way what's your yeah. experience of it then well, I've always liked it. I had it since the... I remember playing it as a kid in the... Remember, did you ever play the pod, in the actual pod itself, the arcade oh, pod? Oh, yeah. That was... Uh, I wasted most of our holidays in France by just living in that arcade. With Hold on. In. You didn't waste it. You had an awesome time. <laughs> what are you going to do? Fuck, that's amazing. Anyway. Yeah, no, it's great. So that's when I first started playing it. So And then there was Dreamcast that came out. I didn't have a Dreamcast as a kid. I did play it on the N64, though, which was fun. Mm. And then when I got Dreamcast, I bought it. So I've been playing it like consistently for years. It then came out on the on GOG, and I didn't get time to play it as much as I wanted to. But now because it's on the PSN, I'm like, great, yeah, let's go play it. So, uh, yeah, man, I I'm pretty much completed it. Like it's so easy. Like it's not easy. It's so easy to play. You know what I mean? It's just like you sit down and you play it, and it's you're able to have fun with it rather than it being this big big slog of a, of an issue you know yeah um no it's i agree it's it, it was the game i rented the most back when game rental was a thing it's weird and uh Re- Re- yeah rebel assault 2 was that for me and i eventually bought it ah i see yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it's but you're right it's really easy to just pick up and play and if you want to go into like the details of it you can keep buying extra parts for all your different racers you can unlock these things you can do different worlds and find shortcuts. But you're right. It's very much from that Nintendo 64 era of gaming where it was designed so that you could just pick it up anytime you like, 
play 10 or 15 minutes or two hours either way it was just it's not it's not a kind of game i find anymore i just pick up and play type relaxing experience like yeah no and and i think that's kind of missed Mm. in modern gaming you know yeah it's it's gotten incredibly complex and like i suppose kind of the witcher 3 would be the template but all these very on the one hand you've got these very immersive games with the detailed worlds and complicated things for example that 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 horrible game with your man face punch magoo Uh, oh the star wars one gotcha Like, I think that narrows it. it down. The full Jedi Fallen Order. That's the one with fucking punch face. Oh, here yeah, we go. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Someone wrote about it, right? Lots of potential, but poorly and annoyingly done. This game would have been blast if it weren't for a host of really, really annoying design flaws. Exactly. Now, you should have put in, your man has a punchable face. And he gave it two stars. And that's what I would give it. I'd give it two stars and then your man shows up and he gets minus two stars. They should have hired Evan Peters for that. That would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> the new Evan Peters podcast. It's just amazing. To him. He might do the show. We don't know. What a legend. He totally should. I just be like, man. He probably would, actually. He seems sound. He but seems anyway, sound. yeah. He's just such a cool dude. It's like, yeah, why not hire him? <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. They should redo the game with him. That would be cool. Mm. I pay. I buy it then. Well, I bought it already, but I wouldn't return it then. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Look, that's the problem with that game. There's so much to do, but it's not immersive. It's just very annoying. You're like, oh, yeah. I, I kind of hate this. So, um, yeah, man. But like, those are the two extremes of gaming. You've got the yeah. complex single player type thing, or I know you like it, or you've got the Battlefront Two type thing where it's like you have to go to like a Halo style meeting room and wait for six so people good, to arrive Battlefront and all that great. kind of stuff. Like honestly, Battlefront Two is one of the best Star Wars. Oh, games I know you've made. sung its praise a few times, but I mean, as a gamer, those are your two options. You know, in terms yeah, of and, there aren't a lot of Star Wars racer type games anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, like you know, I what got me into collecting them and even into the Xbox. Mm. I wrote an article a couple of years ago for What Culture. Um, Xbox the, the the holy grail or something of uh, of Star Wars games and it is it really is like if you want to play the best Star Wars games well for a while it was because um, now they're all coming to PSN so like even Star Wars Republic Commando was coming to the PSN so. ooh I like that but one that's yeah. a great game yeah. I lost my brother for a year to that game oh man it's so good it's such a great game but what I mean is like you know if if you don't have a great computer pick up an xbox for like 20 bucks and then you know for educational purposes theoretically you can you can very easily you know update the firmware and away you go um but what i mean is what i mean is like the the full gambit of games is there you have your cult tours you have your your original battlefronts mm-hmm. you have uh you know racing games uh, i think i don't think bounty hunters on it but you have like a weird obi-wan kenobi game which is fun uh, there's lo- there's so many games on it. It's just it's it's great, you know. And I would say that's kind of like the the high point of Star Wars games. And we've kind of been descending ever since that, you know. Um, but look, my next pick that kind of takes on to our our, ne- our next mm. pick here. Um, obviously, Coltar One and Two um, is the main one. In in I have done some homework on Coltar Two though, Keen. Okay. And I think that is the better game. Ooh, controversial. How come? Well, 
if you play, there's a good there's a I was watching like a six hour like playthrough of it the other day or not playthrough but like a playthrough review, right? And um, he was playing the modded version of it. Now I I've, I've never actually played the modded version of it myself, uh, because I just couldn't be arsed. You should just play it on the Xbox, but I'm going to, and um, his I I always found myself going back to the second one a lot more because you start off as a, you pretty much a Jedi straight away. And uh, there's a bit more to do. But the restored content mod is the one that you're supposed to install. And it, it opens up the world, adds two more planets on it, and fills out the story. And I just found it much more engaging. Like, obviously, I love Revan. He's cool. But I always was really taken by Darth Nihilus and Darth Sion. I just think they're really cool. And Kreia is, like, the best Star Wars character in history. Darth Kreia. She's so cool. There's, like, a, there's a six-hour YouTube documentary about her. About the philosophy of Darth Kray, and I'm like, she is badass. I suppose it's you must be glad that, like, for the most part, the new Star Wars has left that Knights of the Old Republic era of storytelling alone so far. Yeah, man, did you see that shit that they came out with uh, the Old Republic, where or High Republic, where they introduced a rock? What? No, 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 I don't yeah, know. So, so the next, the new Star Wars character is literally a rock. It's not a joke. Look it up. I love it. Tell me more. Is it a vise? That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's a rock. And uh, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. Like for me, a Disney Star Wars for me now is literally just fan theory with a crazy <laughs> author. And right. the sooner, like, she's almost gone soon. It'll be grand, and then it'll go back to Favreau and whatever. But see, the good thing about Disney losing money is they have to like stop listening to these crazy people and just make stuff that makes money. Well, so, I, I will say, I haven't checked out The High Republic yet. It's terrible. But, like, I, I have been following the authors that have been recruited, and I see Claudia Gray, who did the Bloodlines book for right. Princess Leia, and I see Jodie Hauser, who is writing, who's doing the comic book run of 13th Doctor Jodie Whittaker comics, and she writes uh, Whittaker better than any other writer I've met. So they've got good talent, but like whether the overall plan works out i'm not sure yet i'm sure you've got a better insight into that i do fire all of them and what yeah fire all of them and hire see the thing about it is right there's like a there's like a crusade for that kathleen kennedy is running you know for anyone who doesn't know there's like a a, a civil war going on in star wars at the moment and you can see it literally in the mandalorian and everything else you know they're the two camps that are on in disney at the moment with star wars and Kathleen Kennedy is just nuts. She's like um, Macbeth at the end of Macbeth. You know, <laughs> crazed and in her castle. And then Duncan is like, not Duncan, uh, Macduff, who is, you right. know, yeah. um, John Favreau is coming across to be like, I'm coming to get you, you know. And that's kind of what we're looking at here. Um, and it's just, you know, even though there might be some talent in that pool, because you have some absolute just, crazy people who say some crazy horrible things on the internet you're like well man i have no interest in this and also i don't think this is for me i don't think this is for somebody who likes star wars i think this is just hateful you know um because like the great thing about like there's so much great star wars content out there and obviously it's a game this is a game show but you know the books a lot of the books were good and i think the smart decision was to do the high republic but they should have just written the books instead of like introducing people to the characters. If you want to do something mad and weird, like have a rock co-pilot, cool. Write a compelling story that 
introduces the rock in some way, right? <laughs> don't just don't just put him in. Don't just put him out there because yeah. that's never going to look good. It's just going to look mad, you know. Um, like, well, you're, you're absolutely right because, like, the going back to Claudia Gray, like, she did a brilliant book on uh, the adventures of Qui Gon and Obi Wan, mm. and in it she had these two jewel thieves, one of which was a kid who was was stuck on an abandoned ship with just protocol droids for 20 years of his life. So he's like a human who acts like, and like, that's great. But if you just put that out there without any context, it would sound bonkers. Like, Yeah, and look, as I said, with, even with, um, you know, Ro- Rocket Raccoon, mm. you don't just put out Rocket Raccoon. Because <laughs> that, you know, or, or um, the tree, what's the tree's name? Oh, Groot. Groot. Um, it's the only thing he says in the whole thing as well. I forget his name. Mm. But, um, you know, you, you kind of, you got to make people care about these. I think the best way to do it is just put out the story. So, mm. you know, I don't think we're out of the woods yet with Star Wars and Disney because they still fundamentally, Kathleen Kennedy still fundamentally doesn't understand why people don't like this. You know, and, you know, there's probably some people going, oh, you know, it's great. It's like, cool. Are you buying it? I bet you're not. Well, the Bad Batch is coming out uh, in, what, two months' time? I'd say that'll do a fair volume of those, like, unique action figures from the planet and all the kind of stuff. What's the Bad Batch? Who's who's running that? Uh, I'm going to look it up now. I know it's it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's Dave Filoni. So I'm assuming it's from their division, you know. Dave Filoni's stuff. That's what I mean. Uh, Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah, there's there's two two distinct forces here at, at work. There's the ones that like Star Wars and the ones that don't. And it's just like, okay, you know, you can tell. Look at the movies, dude. Like, nobody liked those movies, really, you know? Um, They're not going to, I mean, it's funny, actually. I'm wondering how they'll age compared to the prequels, you know what I mean? Like, I know prequels have had kind of, I know they've had kind of a a renaissance in the past few years in terms of their reception. Okay, right. Well, let's put it this way, right? To to bring it back full circle, right? The prequels came out, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the prequels, 2005, Star Wars was in a great place. It expanded the universe out so far that we got more Star Wars games than ever. We got more books than ever. We got more than ever. Whether or not the prequels were great didn't really matter because it opened up the Star Wars lore so huge. Like, if it wasn't for episode one, Coltar never would have happened. If it wasn't for, you know, the the Clone Wars, which in my opinion is probably the worst George Lucas Star Wars, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have got the Clone Wars TV show. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So, and, or the, 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 the Star Wars Republic Commando, or not, it opened the world up. Now, fast forward to Disney Star Wars. What did we get from the movies? How did that impact the wider Star Wars mythos? You're right, actually, because like, I mean... Thinking back to Star Wars Racer, like, you could not avoid the Phantom Menace. It no. was, like, in every arm of pop culture. It was and in games, it was in it. books. And people loved it. Yeah. And people You're right. The fa- like, the fact that the movie has Jar Jar in it and all that doesn't matter. didn't matter. Yeah. doesn't matter. Who cares? Uh, when I watch, when I watch uh, episode one, I'm like, right, we're going to have a cool pod race scene. And we're going to have an amazing lightsaber scene battle. When I watch The Force Awakens, I get angry. When I watch The Last Jedi, I'm like, oh, cool, man. This is a cool way of doing it. 
And then when I watch The Rise of Skywalker, I get more angry. Mm. And there's no, but what I mean is like, fair enough. If those movies, people would like them, great. But what did we get in the wider culture? You're right. There's been next Nothing. to no games. I'm sure. I know the Darth Vader comics have been doing well. Darth and again, Vader comics the, are unreal. And yeah. the Thrawn comics, again, Jodie Hauser, they're supposed to be great. But I don't consider that to be an arm of the, that, that Disney and those movies are responsible they're not, they're for. Marvel. That's yeah, Dark Marvel. Horse and stuff, isn't it? Just kind of Marvel. Cool. Marvel. Oh, is it Marvel have got yeah. them now? I thought Dark yeah. Horse had them once upon a time. They did, but it's Marvel now. Since okay, they, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. But either way, those stories probably would have been made irrespective of the movie's success or failures. Like. Well, Star- well, Tron has always been great. You know, yourself and myself are huge Tron fans. And Darth Vader yeah. always had fantastic media. Like, the, the, the Darth Vader novels are fantastic. You know, uh, it's not hard to write stories for those characters because they already exist. But yeah. there hasn't been any characters created under Disney that stand any kind of um, criticism or any kind of anything. There, there's not one... There is not one Star Wars character created by Disney that I can point to and go, that's a good character. I, 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 I'd stand up for Kylo Ren, personally. I think he's left in a... Like, and now okay. I know you're going to say in the novels there were four kids and it's based on all that. I get no, that. No, no, not even that, right? Like, I do think Ben Solo... Or Ben... Sorry, not Ben Solo. Uh, Jason Solo is a, mm. has a, His arc makes way more sense mm. than Kylo Ren. Yeah. Kylo Ren's arc makes no sense. Yeah, none. <laughs> None of it makes sense. Jason Solos make, makes way more sense because he was tortured and put and held and mm. you know tortured for months. Yeah, and then when he found him, he was like, "Okay, you know what? This works. You guys left me there. I'm gonna go off and you know, be a, a, a Sith Lord." Uh, Kylo Ren is is Nemo kid. He didn't get to see uh, my chemical romance, so he goes off and burns the temple down. Is that what happens? You know? I, I mean, I'm sure there's some extended media that explains it somewhere. That's it. That's literally it. He's like, oh, you know, my dad doesn't love me, so I'm going to go off and, you know, be an emo kid, you know? It's like, that's not a good excuse, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, give the prequels this. They didn't expect you to go do homework to understand it. No, look, the, the prequels, the major problem with them is that, you know, the dialogue is stilted, but... Mm. Um, the dialogue was never really the point of Star Wars. You know, it was more kind of like a, a weird space opera. You know, the, the current the current uh, movie's dialogue is worse. You know, that's not how we win. That's how we lose with love. Mm. What are you talking about? You know, <laughs> why did you kiss him it's, randomly? It's very, it's very Zack Snyder lines for trailers and the edit type writing oh, man, which man. i instantly like as soon as i hear it i'm like all right all right stop it you don't need to sell me a ticket to the thing i'm already at yeah it's fine but anyway moving moving on <laughs> uh some star wars game media which i would recommend that is very good uh um, right. the force awake the sorry the force unleashed force unleashed one is ah the original game. i've never actually played that one it's super good. Like, I remember when that came out, um, I had a portable TV at this point. This was like 2000, what, 2008. Mm. And then it blew up <laughs> on my Xbox. I went in and got a TV that I literally had up until last year when it's pretty much stopped working. And uh, I, I was at the point where you're pulling a Star Destroyer out of the sky. And <laughs> I was just like, I remember just plugging it in and going, well, 
That's so much more impressive on a big TV than a small portable TV. <laughs> so I never, oh my I will goodness. Stick, that will stick with me. I'm like, oh man, it's way more impressive. Um, I also think I had a broken hand as well at one point with this. Uh, so yeah, Force Unleashed. Uh, definitely a must play. It's super good. Um, look, obviously the Star Wars Jedi Knight games, if you haven't played them, do. Dark Forces 2, probably the best Star Wars game. Um up until Kotor obviously but it's just mm. you haven't played it get them on GOG absolutely great um, you can't go wrong pick any of them Kyle Katan is it's you know the biggest crime that, that, that Disney did is get rid of Kyle Katan here's did what they do. actually though yeah they replaced him with Jin or so here's oh what gotcha, you do. gotcha okay here's what you do you recast Kyle Katan right mm. you put him in a new Star Wars project you put Evan Peters in it <laughs> Evan Peters as Kyle Katan be amazing so I could good. see Evan Peters as like a Han Solo like Yeah man see here's the type. thing look I tell you what Disney come on we'll talk you know I I'll, I'll fix it <laughs> I'll Oh fix my it. god just like if in 3 years time they do the Thrawn books and every single role is played by Evan Peters <laughs> we will know we will know that they reached out to you Exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> Um I'm well, not even no, That's that's a great idea, man. I think that's you know that's, that's uh, Oh, did you hear though? Apparently, like um, now I I haven't got the source on this. I sincerely apologize if this is just internet speak gone too far. But apparently, they question Cumberbatch. Yeah, I saw about this about playing Thrawn, Thrawn, and he said he, he said didn't no. want to be, to be blue or whatever. Like you know, yeah, which no, is no. fair enough. I just don't get why people are angry at him giving an honest answer. You know, I uh, no look, it's 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 a, it's a it's a dead brand. Like that's the yeah. thing. You know, Star Wars is a dead brand. You know what you that, mean? What I mean is like it's dead, man. There's no juice left in it. The Mandalorian they brought it back, and then this whole Gina Carano thing has just upset loads of people for for right or wrong or whatever. But yeah. it's a dead brand. Like there's there's no juice in it. You know, like we're here having this conversation about games that came out twenty years ago. Because that's current, true, yeah. Because yeah, the current stuff is so terrible, it's like there's nothing, you know. And and it's weird. I remember growing up, and the only Star Wars we had for years were books. Mm. We were going to America, going to like Walmart or you know uh, whatever big big chain store bookstores as well, and um, you'd go pick up all the Star Wars books. That's the only yeah. place you could get them. Come home and read them. That's what was Star Wars. That's what Star Wars was: books, books, and some games. And then the pre- the prequels came along and just blew it up, and it became this huge, massive thing again. Right now, we're in the dark ages again, where it's like we got to go back, find stuff that was good, and replay it because the current stuff is so bad. Yeah. With the exception of, you know, uh, Battlefront Two, which exists to spite people. <laughs> it's a game that exists <laughs> to spite people, you know. Um, but yeah, look, you know, I, I'd say on on, on that topic. Um, you know, if you're looking for you know an, an un an unknown game, don't play Shadows of the Empire. Some people are going to be like, "Oh, Shadows of the Empire is great." It's not. It's really poor. Book is it good. A, it was a great multimedia exercise. Read the book. If, if people haven't read, the read comic the book was great too. too. Yeah, it, the game itself, oh, not good. Not a good game. Very poor. Very poor. Mm. Controls like ass. Um, but what is good? Jedi Power Battles. You ever played Jedi Power Bouts for the PlayStation or Dreamcast? No, actually, I played it once when you gave me that box thing at the Comic Con. Yeah, oh, it's kind man. of an arcade game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Like it's I play on the PSP a lot, and um, 
it's just great. It's just a little hack and slash, you know. Um, but I think that's a lot of fun. That has a lot of uh, charm to it. Mm. Uh, obviously, the original Battlefront 2 was really good. I actually have a modded version of that game that has all the Old Republic characters in it. Right. So, like, it's modded. It's a modded Xbox run of the game. So you pop it in, and I play. I play a lot actually. But all there's whole new worlds in it, and like Revan's in it, and you know it, it's great. So uh, you know the modding scene is cool, and even with the new Battlefront, new Battlefront Two, you can mod that up as well to include loads of cool characters and all the Mandalorian and stuff. They're all in it. But like again, they're not real media. That's fan made media, and when yeah. the fan made media is actually doing more than your current thing, you gotta fire these people and hire me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but no, you know, you know, they're kind of things that exist today. You know, I'd say if, if anyone knows where to go, you can get this stuff. You know, um, but another unknown game or lesser known game, I think, is the the Rogue Squadron series. I don't know if you've played the Rogue. That game. was my favorite game. That and the Phantom Menace were the games what? I played the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's In- a terrible game. But I oh, it's terrible. But like as a kid. If, as a kid, if you yeah. have two PC games yeah. and a third, if you include Pac-Man Adventures, you're yeah. going to play those three games until you oh, know yeah. every single corner yeah. of every single building of those games. Oh, no, I feel it. Yeah. I, I, like, you're right. You're right. But my God, that's a bad game, dude. <laughs> that's a bad game. We did, I remember I used to have a couple of magazines still. Or I might have thrown them out. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all about that, you know, and then you play something good like... Uh, like the the Rogue Squadron series, you're like, mm. what was I doing? <laughs> I, Actually, I, I, Rogue Squadron was my first experience of things being patched because we got it and like it's on a PC mm. and like the Star Wars credits weren't they were all garbled like you know the credits that roll up across the stars. Yeah. So Dad downloaded a patch to fix it, mm. and unexpectedly in the patch we unlocked the Naboo Starfighter. Oh no! Like, oh, there's extra on the internet. This is good to know. But you know what, what? What's really good as well. You know the. I don't know if you have a PSP. Mm, I do. But there's some phenomenal Star Wars games on the PSP. Oh yeah. And like you can, there's also like you can play P- PlayStation One games on the PSP as well. If you if you you know buy them, but you can mod it as well. Um, but one of the really cool games that I really enjoyed is the Battlefront. Like the the original yes, pandemic. Yes, I, I had both the Battlefronts. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a Battlefront Renegade Squadron and a Lee Squadron, and they're both really, really good. I did um, have Battlefront on the P2 on the PSP, but I yeah. found that it just didn't work as well without the second playing on the on the one screen. Like yeah. you know, I like the social aspect of Battlefront. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Bounty Hunter is cool as well. If you have, if you've ever given, if you've never given that a go. No, I know it's super famous, but I've never played it. It's tough, but it's pretty good. Mm. Would it, how does it compare to like the Mandalorian TV show? Since it there's doesn't. a lot of no, it, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. But it, it it is a it is a fun game to play, you know. But that's it, man. Like, uh, you know, you could talk about Masters of Ter- of Terror Kai and mm. uh, Yoda stories, which they are not good. Do not play them. Um, but yeah, look, you know, I will try to find this article. I'll post it out on our social media so you guys can read it. It is still up on Walt's Culture, I think. And you guys can, can go through and have a look. I think I went through the top 50 Star Wars games. So I kind of went through every single Star Wars game there was at that point. Well, you um, own them all. I do own them all, yeah. I, the only Star Literally, the only Star Wars games I don't own is the one with your man because I returned it. So much I hate that game. 
You ruined your collection on I the know, altar of this hatred. I know, I know. I will get it eventually, but I'm just I don't I just can't stomach him looking at me. <laughs> just so. the image of his face staring at you from the shelf. Yeah, I just I hate every it day so you walk in much. I just do not like I'm that. gonna send you an action figure of him for Christmas. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> a big Lego bus oh, of his head or something no. like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> do not no, please don't do that. Then I'll have to keep it because it's a present and it'll be Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, don't worry. I probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, look, I that's it. I think that's that's all the Star Wars games that I have, and I'm glad we did it because this was fun. Yeah. Well, then, can I ask, since we've kind of mixed and matched talking Star Wars games and yeah. Star Wars in general, yeah. why is it you think, broadly speaking, that Star Wars was more satisfying in kind of the prequel era than it is now in this era? And not just because the movies are, like, you know, bad, you know? It, well, hold on. I need to adjust how I'm sitting for this. Hmm. Um, in one word, it's because Star Wars meant something. Star Wars had a soul. Yeah. Doesn't now. It's a dead brand. There, there's, there's nothing there. Like, George Lucas, for right or wrong, when he released a Star Wars movie, there was a point for it. He yeah. just didn't want to do it for money. And now Disney, they're not even doing it for money. They're doing it for some weird reason that makes no sense. Like some yeah. sort of brand reinforcement type. Not thing. even some kind. I, Captain Kennedy's political or social beliefs or whatever that don't even make sense to her. Mm. You know that they're pushing, and it really looks that way. Um, but what I mean is, like Star Wars can be this way, and we've seen it with the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is, you know, for want of a better word, the way. Yeah. You know, you can do it. You can actually be Star Wars again. Well, see, this is why I'm kind of my I'm ride or die for Doctor Who as a franchise because we're on the one year anniversary of like the controversial timeless child thing. Oh, that's but like bad. complain as it, but as much complaining as you can do about it, Doctor Who never takes the easy road. It always just does something crazy and something new, and it throws everything out and it does risky things. And even if you don't like it, it's got soul. But it's, it's that's got, it. But, that's yeah. it. It still retains. Okay. It would be the equivalent of BBC selling Doctor Who to Disney and then Disney just doing whatever they wanted. Exactly. Like, you know, just doing the famous Dalek story from the yeah. 70s, just doing this, just doing that. Yeah. And I'm sure it's going to, like, you know, it, the it's franchise will that at some point. Yeah, eventually. Probably going to happen eventually. Yeah, yeah. But for now, like, I mean, I do, my heart goes out to you because I know you've invested so much of your energy into this franchise and you want it to be more than it is. Like, And look, the thing about it is Star Wars, it can be it again. Like the fact that the Mandalorian rose the thing up from the dead. Mm. Like literally it was a dead franchise. Completely, completely dead. Mm. They rose it up. And not only did they make it popular, it got so popular that young ones were buying pajamas of Baby Yoda in pennies. They didn't yeah. even know what Star Wars was a couple of a couple of years ago. But that's because it's new for them. No, like, but what I mean know. is, what I mean is, they took they took a dead franchise and mm. made it that successful. So it can be. And the reason why is look, Dave Filoni, John Favreau, Lu, uh, George Lucas, all involved. In the Mandalorian, 
And that's yeah. The they and got you can people, tell, like... Yeah, who, who had a vision. Like, J.J. Abrams has no vision. He is a... He is a criminal who should be arrested or at least never to make movies again. Because <laughs> he just can't... He, he's a plagiarist. He can't make his own thing. He's he not... Really well, he's not the writer, in fairness. He's not anything. He's terrible. He's, he's, he's a fraud. Hack fraud. That's what J.J. Abrams is. He's a decent Spielberg y type knockoff. He knows how to make a movie of a beginning, middle, and end, which is a lot of <laughs> I, movie makers just, fail I would, to do. I would argue after watching La- The Rise of Skywalker. Come on. Oh, Rise of Skywalker isn't even a film. It's a compromise <laughs> between six different cuts. You know, I, but apparently there was a Lucas cut that was really good. You know? Well, you know, you may see it someday. I mean, in a world where a Justice League. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. By man. the way, I've mean to ask you: Is there anywhere in Ireland we can see this? The well, Justice the- League cut. Theoretical for educational purposes, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Well, you, you could get a VPN and get HBO Max, but right, right. could just you know, in theory, for educational purposes, theoretically, of course, there are ways. There's always ways. Okay. And we will be discussing it because uh, I am excited. I can't wait, and this is going to be really good. I have a feeling it's going to dominate the conversation next week, as well as the Probably. Falcon thing will be out by next week too. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I, we're doing our. Don't forget, guys, we're doing our uh, St. Patrick's Day uh, oh, Simpsons watch along. So we're going to watch point. the Beer Baron episode. Would we dare watch the one where they go to Ireland as well? Oh, let's do that. That'd be fun. I mean, I'm just going to spend the whole thing crying, but like you know, it'll make for good content. Yeah. Well, I, I you know, we'll do that live. We'll give away some stuff. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> okay well we're probably coming up on time for this do you mind if i do a quick plug before we wrap for sure okay uh as we discussed in great detail at the start of this episode these are strange times and we're all feeling very isolated but i've been doing some uh, work with adhd ireland and i'm we're giving kind of some drama classes to adults and teenagers and i think possibly younger ages over the next few weeks so um if you or uh, your kids or anyone else wants to do some drama classes as far as i'm aware they're free uh just go to adhd ireland events type in adhd drama and all you have to do is register i'm giving them myself uh so like you know um there might be star wars talk in it who knows but yeah, if you're looking to kind of meet some people and learn some new skills and have some fun, ADHD Ireland are doing loads of really, really good games and classes and courses, all designed with kind of making new connections and getting people together. So hit them up and uh, hopefully I'll see some of you there who are listening. Absolutely. Check it out. It's all, Look, it's always good to kind of interact and meet people and in these crazy times it's hard to do it so well I mean that's what what, they, what this show is like as well like you know the six sure. of us how many years are on the nerd to know seven eight of us now oh yeah there's a lot we keep adding people yeah 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 and you know here's the thing if you guys are listening and going oh I'd love to do a podcast email us let us know you know yeah. we're, we're, we're looking to expand and you know and, and, all... and don't be afraid like you know because you think we're already staffed we have two Japanese experts on staff and at least three wrestling this like, you know, the sky's the limit. Absolutely, absolutely. All you need is a microphone and an internet connection, and then you can make connections. And sometimes you don't need the microphone. No. Just don't. shout. Yeah, just <laughs> Get a bit of string and away you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, we, uh, 
we have a lot here, a lot mm. planned, a lot coming. So if you're just checking it out for the first time and you're like, what the hell was this? Mm. Go over to Nerd to Know Media right now. Uh, get her, her whole back catalogue. It's all free. It's always going to be free. It's on YouTube. It's also on Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, again, uh, come join in for our St. Patrick's Day show. Keen, thank you so much for having me on the Game Corner, man. I really like doing the Game Corner. So that we are still the Game Corner. Okay, good to know. Yeah, yeah. actually, it's been fun doing this. I really miss doing these Game Corner episodes. But as Dar will explain, they do take a long time to schedule and things. But if you want to see more of these regularly, do let us know. I've been missing it. I'd be thrilled to do them like on maybe a fortnightly basis again. Yeah, like seriously, like, I always enjoy people talking about games. I like coming on. It's always weird doing guest host shows or doing guest shows. Mm. But uh, yeah, this is weird. This is like a combination of Game Corner, like old school, nerd to no basis when it was just you and me for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, been a long time. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so King, thanks so much. Take us home there and we'll wrap it up. Very well. Thank you so much for tuning in to what turns out to be the Game Corner. Uh, which will be weird if you're listening to this on Spotify because you'll see the picture and everything. But for us, it's a crazy world mystery. But anyway, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you like this and want to recommend some games for us to try out, please let us know. Hit us up on all our Facebook page, all that kind of stuff. Dara, thank you so much for joining us and giving us your Star Wars Check out the Rest and Rewind here on Phoenix 92.5 FM every Tuesday at 8pm to 9pm. And of course, over on NerdToKnowMedia.com, the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. 